and it is cool to think about that like you know the story's already written mm-hmm. we're just living it out and whatever happens in between is just like stacking the odds to make god look better <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the Sunny Afternoon Podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Jelana. And this is episode 10, you guys. Episode 10. Wow, we, we have come a long way. Indeed. <laughs> 10. We're in the double digits now. Yeah. Yeah. We are past, way past the halfway mark. We are coming towards the, the end here. You're almost going to land this plane. We are landing this plane. <laughs> Put your seatbelts on, folks. <laughs> By the way, actually, now that we're talking about that. Planes? Oh, yes. <laughs> no, I don't think we ever clarified or like specified oh, right. that we are doing seasons. Oh, yeah. So I know last episode we were talking about we, you know, are going to like take a break soon, but we didn't specify like why. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do seasons <laughs> <laughs> if you were curious. Just like left it ambiguous. Like, right. Maybe we'll be back. Maybe yeah. we won't. <laughs> Like you say, oh yeah, we'll do 13, 14 episodes, but we never explain. So yeah, we're going to be doing seasons. <clears throat> this is season one. Um, so that's why we're saying that in the next few weeks, uh, we'll be taking a break. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk more about that yeah. towards the end of, of the season. <clears throat> yeah. But for today's episode, <laughs> we're going to be talking about waiting on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is something that I feel like... You hear about a lot, honestly. I feel like I've heard, like, yeah. more sermons that I can count. Because we're impatient. <laughs> yeah. As people. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many messages on um, waiting on the Lord. So, we are looking, I guess, to just add to the conversation. <laughs> yeah. As always. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of give you our perspective on things and just some personal examples. Right. Right. Because I don't think we're trying to, like invent some new revelation or like guys we have it (laughs) we figured it out but like jennifer was saying we just want to add to the conversation hopefully spark the conversation further in our community and share how we haven't waited well or you know how we're trying to wait well now especially because i think it's something that we struggle with as christians frequently um because we're impatient yeah. I don't know. I, why do you think we struggle with waiting in general? I mean, because I feel like if you want something, there's mm-hmm. a reason why you want it. <clears throat> right. You don't want it to wait. <laughs> like, right. You want it because you want it. It's like right. you don't go like if you if you're eating out, you don't go to like, I don't know, Burger King or wherever. <laughs> And go there with the mindset of, oh, I'm going to wait for two hours for this. Right, like, right. no, you went there because you wanted it now. And not like, right. oh, I- I'll eat in a few hours. So right. why are you here? You know, so, <laughs> right. so it's just like, you want what you want and you want it now. Right. So it's almost probably becoming more of a topic of conversation um, in Christian circles because society is changing. Like, we mm-hmm. don't have to wait for anything. Yeah. The microwave was invented. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like <laughs> we don't have to wait for our food longer than 30 seconds if we don't want to. Like, we don't turn our own butter. You know, like, yeah. nothing is slow anymore. Yeah. Everything's so fast. We don't have to wait for movies to come out a year. You remember that? Oh. When movies used to take a year to come out on VHS? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, we wait a few months. Like, everything is just... Instant. It's so fast. Yeah. Anyway, so we are waiting. <laughs> but but even though our society is changing and culture is changing, like, the Lord hasn't changed. Yeah, right. and, <laughs> Thank God. Right. Um, and so we oftentimes find ourselves 
waiting Mm -hmm. um, for things and our perspective isn't the same as his and so we struggle like for him time is not oh it's a construct that he created so (laughs) he knows exactly how much time we have on earth let alone how much time we have to wait for whatever it is we're waiting for but we do not know and so it frustrates us yeah yeah I think I personally definitely struggle with just like waiting in general because like I think about things that the Lord may have told me to do and if I don't if I can't see the turnaround immediately, I'm just like, okay, wait, excuse me, what, like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why am I doing that? <laughs> this doesn't right. feel good, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's like my biggest thing. I think it really just kind of boils down to us not really having a clear picture of what the Lord is doing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like he's writing this story or he, he has a story already written. Mm-hmm. So the the book is right. done, it's published, it's on mm-hmm. his shelf. He's like, oh, I know how it ends in the middle. I know, you know, all that stuff. But we are like literally, yeah, we're reading it. It's just like, what's going to happen next? You know what I mean? So I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> really stressed. I'm like wondering, but the guy is just like, relax. <laughs> it's like, like it, chill out. All right. I went to the end and so do you. So you're good. You know? All right, all right. But we don't, I don't think... Like, we see that. That is true. Like, ultimately, we know the end of our story. Yeah. Like, we win. Right. So, but why do we get so caught yeah. up in the middle? Yeah. Or really, just this earth. Like, things, you know, yeah. our lives. Like, what's going to happen in the 80 or so years that we spend yeah. on Earth? Yeah. I feel like because there's just so many <clears throat> options. And there's so many different routes that yeah. people can take or that you can take. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like for me, sometimes I get caught up in like, okay, well, which route is best, mm-hmm. um, which is a whole nother topic. Right. Um, <laughs> but next week, following the Lord's will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it just there's so many different ways that things can go. So it's just like, Lord, where are you taking me? Right. And we also, as much as you know, as Christians, we our home is in heaven, and like that's our goal. We still mm-hmm. live on earth yeah and we still live in a society that has expectations for us um because i think what we both kind of thought about when we talked about having this conversation was like well what do people actually wait for Mm -hmm. and like where do they get these ideas to wait for these things like you know where does that come from yeah why where have we come to expect marriage yeah and so a lot of people are waiting on the lord to be married but it's like did he tell you that was gonna happen like did you you know that's a guarantee for your life right maybe, you know? he, maybe he has yeah spoken that to you. that's a different story right but just, just in general yeah in yeah. general yeah yeah like i know even for me um this was probably uh maybe like two years ago now mm-hmm. or a year and a half ago so i'm living in north carolina right now as we talked about in our first episode um before this i lived in ellenwood georgia and I was working on my college campus as mm. a personal trainer. And my hours kept getting cut. Like, I went from yeah. 40 hours to 30 hours to 20 hours. And I was like, all right, Lord, I <laughs> <laughs> need to get a new job or get, like, a part-time job or something to supplement. And it was, like, really 
frustrating. Yeah. I think, like, at that time, I was looking for a job. Like, I looked for a job for, like, maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, a long time. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't wrap my mind around how nothing was opening up. <laughs> I was like, how is no one hiring? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. And that whole idea of like okay we'll just wait for the lord wait for him to like come through and show up that's fine but when i think about it in hindsight the lord didn't owe me a job Mm -hmm. like i think it's fine to put your trust in the lord to ask for something and to see it through and Mm -hmm. to wait for it to, to come to pass but if it comes from the place of you feeling like you deserve it, that's a different mm-hmm. story. And I think that's where I was. Yeah. Um, I felt like, okay, well, God, I, you know, I, I love you. Like, I go to church. I'm praying. So, right. like, this should happen. And right. because I feel like, you know, with this society, with how we live, you feel like you're supposed to have a job. Mm. And then on top of that, I had bills to pay. So, yes, mm. I would have liked a job. I needed a job. So, like, right. not to negate that. Right. But it's just saying, like, I, I felt like I deserved a job where I was working 40 hours a week, mm. making this much money, mm. being able to pay this much to my bills. But I feel like even in that situation, the Lord was showing me a lot of different things. It was just really about trusting him. Right. And I really felt like feel like he didn't allow um other opportunities to open up mm. because he wanted me there for right. a reason he wanted me at that job for a reason right um and it really wasn't until i felt the lord called me to move to north carolina that job started opening up mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> which was great because i feel like because opportunities opened up so quickly here in North Carolina Mm -hmm. the contrast of me looking for a job for a year and a half and then me finding a job here in North Carolina like I don't want to say instantly but like within like like less than a month like (laughs) fell into place yeah Yeah, it fell into place so easily so it just made me see like okay the Lord is obviously leading me in this direction Mm -hmm. yeah um so it just made me really appreciative and it, it helped me to I guess in that situation helped me to actually hear the voice of the Lord and to trust Mm -hmm. it yeah and i think to your point like our perspective matters because Mm -hmm. maybe the lord hasn't spoken like you are entitled to make fifty thousand dollars a year and like you have a degree so this is where you should be and you should have a job that impresses your friends you know like maybe he he doesn't guarantee us those things but he does talk about taking care of us and like Mm -hmm. not you know worrying about where our meals are going to come from And so waiting on him, like you said, looks more like just trusting him. Yeah. That he's going to take care of me. Um, and I, I can just wait. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So even yeah. if a job didn't come through, because the way I see it is, okay, yes, the Lord will take care of me. So we hear that and we think, okay, well, so that means he'll give me a job. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that all the time. Right. It can simply mean that, okay, you're going to be working 20 hours a week. And there'll be people strategically who may be mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to give you this gift card to mm-hmm. Kroger or some grocery store. Right. Or, you know, I wanted to take you out to, uh, to lunch today. Right. Or here's a bag of clothes I don't want anymore, right. which happened. <laughs> um, so he, yeah. he will take care of you. Mm-hmm. It just looks differently. Right. Right. It doesn't look like he making us comfortable yeah. all the time. Right. It's about stretching us and building our faith, which I think is why he makes us wait. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he wants us to actually, like, rely on him, depend on him, yeah. pray, spend time with him. Like, that's the whole purpose. Right. Yeah. But what about when 
the Lord does speak something specific and then we have to wait. So it's interesting to me, like, being in, like, a post... Not post-Jesus, because he's still alive. But, you know, (laughs) post-Jesus walking on earth. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Society and culture. Like, we have the whole Bible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They only had half the Bible. Right. And then even before Jesus, they had less than that. You know, it was, like, being written. Um, But we have all of these stories about um, God coming through for his people and Mm -hmm. his faithfulness for a reason like he mm-hmm. gave us those stories specifically for a reason but we still struggle with waiting yeah <laughs> we're just like okay i'm glad you did that for them but <laughs> um but i think about like sarah and abraham yeah. the lord spoke that they were going to have a child and, mm-hmm. he, and they're like we're old yeah like that's funny yeah. and then they still had to wait 20 years like they yeah. were already old yeah <laughs> when the lord said that seriously um but they still had to wait or like Joseph having a dream and then having to wait 15 years to see it happen or more than that. Mm -hmm. No, but I think it was about 15 years. And then like, you know, there's just, there's just a lot of stories that we have to glean from, but we still struggle. So what are some things I guess that we can pull from those examples to help us wait and to help other people wait (laughs) for what the Lord has spoken I feel like Joseph's story to me is like I think my favorite like Bible story. Yeah. It's pretty epic. It's insane. Like <laughs> this guy was like hated by his family, thrown into a ditch <laughs> to like die. Right. No wait. Um well they wanted to kill him, but then right. they decided to sell him. So they so they threw him in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Compromise. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then he gets sold, and and just his whole story is just fascinating. Yeah. Read it, but it's just interesting to see that as you as you're reading it, it says like, and the Lord was with him, mm-hmm. like every step of the way. Yeah. And I'm thinking about myself in that situation. Um, I don't feel like I would feel that way. Me sitting in a me sitting in a prison, mm-hmm. like the Lord. Who's How, with me? Right. What do you... Right. Like, <laughs> I thought you gave me this dream. Right. And I feel like one thing that I can take personally from that, from his story and some other stories in the Bible, um, I think his response to mm. wherever he was put, mm. you know that, like, cheesy quote, it's like, bloom where you're planted? Right. Bloom where you're planted. <laughs> it's really cheesy, but... I like I like literally love it. Yeah. Because it Those makes so much sense. Right. Yeah. Like wherever he went, he leveraged the situation yeah. for mm-hmm. God's glory. Yeah. So I think like for me or just people in general, like while we're while we're waiting, whatever wherever we find ourselves, mm-hmm. we should be looking to bloom yeah. wherever the Lord has put us. Because the Lord withholds no good from us. Mm-hmm. We know that. It's in the Bible. So he isn't going to put us in a situation that's going to be, like, detrimental for our souls. Mm-hmm. He loves us. He's not going to do that. So wherever I am, I should trust that he, that he's that he's indeed putting me here for a reason, and he's going to take care of me. Right. Um. So I just really like that about about Joseph. Like he just he just did his thing wherever he went. You know, mm-hmm. like he didn't let like life didn't just stop for him. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, and I think the cool thing about Joseph's story is that we because we get to read the whole story in its mm-hmm. entirety and he was living it 
um, you really see his character being built like, yeah. throughout the whole thing. Like, he was hated by his brothers, but that's because he was a brat. You know, like, he's a legit, yeah. was like, not that he deserved being thrown under pit, but, like, he was like, ha, you guys are gonna bow down to me. Like, they really didn't like him, and he shared two dreams with yeah. them. Like, after the first time, I yeah. think, like, Joseph, don't say anything right. to them. <laughs> but he was like, he shared it anyway. Um, and he, you don't really read about him holding on to the dreams to get him through mm-hmm. like he truly didn't know he was like you're he wasn't thinking like i'm in this pit or i'm i'm a slave but one day mm-hmm. i'm gonna just you know hold out for that dream to come true like he was just the lord was with him because mm-hmm. he was seeking the lord and everything that he did like yeah he said leveraging the situation yeah like for god's glory and so the lord was preparing him and ultimately brought yeah. him to the end goal and the end yeah. result all along and what, what got me in reading that story as an adult was reading that, and Joseph remembered his dream. Mm-hmm. I was like, so he forgot it. You know? like, <laughs> so he wasn't thinking about this, you know, thinking about it this whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he saw his brothers and he was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what the Lord was doing. Like he wasn't holding on to whatever he felt like the Lord was promised to him. He was just holding on to the Lord. Yeah. And I think what you said is good. Like he is preparing us i think if we if we see it as that then maybe we could wait more well better better (laughs) we could wait better (laughs) is that a word (laughs) um but we could wait better if we if we had the mindset that this was actually meant to help us right like this is this is leading me somewhere like i'm not just needlessly suffering <laughs> you know yes i actually had a conversation with mike of mike and joma today <laughs> uh where he was saying like, you can't prepare for the promise after it gets here like yeah it's too late at that point yeah you know like you have to be preparing beforehand yeah and i think that's when i want to prepare the least <laughs> yeah. because I'm like oh I don't see the Lord doing anything yeah so what am I getting ready for yeah you know yeah but at the same time like he can turn it around in a day instantly yeah what, are we going to be ready you right. know like Joseph was ready when he was called up from prison yeah. to interpret that dream yeah because the Lord had been preparing him up right. until that point um so Waiting well is crucial. <laughs> and I don't think I've always waited well, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were discussing this topic, I was trying to think of examples of just waiting on the Lord or seeing the Lord come through. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I haven't seen that. Um, but at the same time, I feel like I'm in the middle of a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very much waiting right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I do feel like there are specific things that the Lord has spoken over my life that I haven't seen mm-hmm. yet. And I struggle uh, with waiting well because I'm, you know, it's like like a constant effort to shift my perspective to, well, there's a bigger picture. No, I'm not full. I'm not leading worship full time. I'm not like getting paid to do what I feel called to do. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason why I'm working as a server right now. You know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, Um, it's like a, it's a battle to constantly, um, focus or look to see what the Lord is doing instead of focusing on what he's not currently doing mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. And I think about <clears throat> like running on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. 
um, if you listen to last week's episode, you know that fitness analogies help me to just understand things better. <laughs> so I think about like when I'm running on a treadmill or if I'm like just working out in general and usually it's something like high and in, high intensity is when I have this thought more so, yeah. but <clears throat> when you can see or when you know that there is a definite ending, I feel like you perform, at least for me, I can perform better. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if I'm sprinting, I'm doing like 30 seconds of sprinting with a 10 second break. Mm-hmm. There's a break coming. Mm-hmm. I know that this will end soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so if I'm sprinting, it's, it's fine. Like I'll get there. Like I can, I can endure this 30 seconds of pain <laughs> to mm-hmm. get to this 10 second break. Um, so I think about that in the same way with waiting on the Lord. Like if I can, if I know that there is an ending, like if, if I know that the Lord has called me to something and something is going to be happening, um, I feel like I should be able to wait, um, better. Right. But (laughs) because there really isn't. Or there hasn't been a situation where the Lord says, okay, on this date, mm-hmm. at this time, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. It's harder. And I can't yeah. really... And, and it's it's harder to just kind of, like, wait it out. Right. It's like sitting in a waiting room and not mm-hmm. knowing when the doctor's ever going to call you. Right. You get antsy. <laughs> you right, know? right. So, I think it's, it's just... I, I'm just saying that to, to say, like, I agree with what you're saying. Right. Like, it's it's challenging. Yeah. And I think we think we would wait better if we knew mm. the end date. That's true. But I know me, and I wouldn't do anything <laughs> if I knew the end date. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like well, prepare for what? This out. Right. You just <laughs> wait it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I do. I think we want to know the end, but if we knew the end, the Lord know He knows us better than we know ourselves and we're like it'll be a great idea if you could just tell me when i'm gonna get married and i'll stop bugging you about it and i'm just you know but at the same time that's all we would focus on yeah is that day and we wouldn't do anything else we wouldn't press into his presence we wouldn't yeah look around to see well what relationships do you want me to build up now while i wait we would just yeah sit there because we would think well what's the point because if i know this is coming soon i'm good i'm just gonna stop like well it's just cool you know my house and wait it out (laughs) (laughs) that's true so we see the example in joseph uh, of someone who had a a calling on his life who had a dream had a vision for where the lord was taking him and he waited well because he wasn't focused on the vision he was Mm -hmm. focused on the lord and i think we also see examples in the bible where the lord has spoken something specific and people haven't waited well Mm -hmm. like sarah and abraham Mm -hmm. um why do you think that is? Well, I mean, I can't speak for them. We don't we don't know that. But, you know, like, why do you think people, if the Lord has spoken something specific? Because I don't think God, well, God doesn't speak just to hear himself talk, for one. And he doesn't speak so that we become hyper-focused on mm-hmm. the word, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I think we look at that story and see them get impatient mm-hmm. and kind of take matters into their own hands and make a mess of yeah. things. So why do you think that we do that, I guess, in our own lives? I feel like we need to, I don't know, make it happen? Yeah. That's so hard to answer. Like, I feel like the Lord, well, first of all, I think he, he says these things in 
we look at circumstances and we think, oh, that can never happen. Mm-hmm. Or that's impossible. Like, cause with them, like, Sarah and Abraham, they were old. Like, mm-hmm. that can never happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when we look at when we're looking at circumstances around us, we think, like, okay, that's impossible. And I think that's good because then when it does happen, it's like, right. it's like it was only, it was only only because yeah, there was no way right um but i feel like because it looks like it's impossible that's what we try to like start figuring it out yeah, yeah. like okay mm-hmm. well if this isn't if this isn't possible then let me try and think of a different plan because right maybe he told me so that i could do something different <laughs> you know it's just like god's like ah no not quite that's, that's not why i said that right it's all about trusting me right. i don't need your help right. um, <laughs> um but i feel like like with these examples like in the bible that we see like the lord like it was only the lord who can make sarah and abraham have a baby that old yeah so i feel like <laughs> It's, I was going to say, we should take from that and learn the lesson of, right. like, the Lord equips us and he makes things happen. Mm-hmm. But we don't. <laughs> we, do, <laughs> we don't. We just don't. And it, I don't right. I don't understand it. Right. Um, it just doesn't make sense. Like, we, I don't know why we feel like we need to help create something yeah. that the Lord said he was going to do. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You do your due diligence. Right. There might you, be something for you to do. Yeah, there, there could be something for you to do. But if the Lord said he's going to do it, then you should trust him and let him lead you along the way. Mm-hmm. Doors open up. Opportunities will come. But ultimately, it's God. Right. I mean, there were whole nations at war because mm-hmm. they tried to help God. Right. Like, consequences were steep. <laughs> like, do that one. Um, so, I think it was good what you said. Like, learn. We, we need to learn the lesson, you know? Yeah. Like, waiting for the Lord's best... If the Lord has spoken, I don't know why I, this is this specific example it just keeps coming to mind. And I think it's because it's something that a lot of people in our age group are waiting for. So if the Lord has spoken in your life that you're called to be a wife or called to be a husband, mm-hmm. first of all, I think we need to examine if that is true. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, is the Lord, has he really said that? Or do you just want to be married? Which is fine. Yeah. I think some, des- you know, the desire to be married is of the Lord. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's not a problem. Right. But, like, are we truly waiting for his best? Or are we creating Ishmael's? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> um, because in the same vein, not to make it super dramatic, but generations will be affected by that decision Mm -hmm. no for real yeah my children will be affected by the decision that i make to marry someone right you know so um i'm not trying to mess around with that right (laughs) (laughs) i'm not you know yeah um so i think it's imperative to wait yeah um, and not try to make take matters into your own hands so that doesn't mean like don't meet anyone and just wait for him to show up at your doorstep Mm -hmm. but at the same time, if you know that you're dating someone that you don't have any peace about the relationship, mm-hmm. forget how cute he is or how cute she is or, mm-hmm. you know, how much fun you have. Like, is this what the Lord is calling you to? Yeah. Yes. Right. right. And I feel like it's even like just thinking about other reasons why it's hard to wait and like wait well. I think a lot of it or at least some of it has to do with just like comparison. 
Mm-hmm. Like we look at someone else and think, oh, well, she has that. So mm-hmm. it's my turn to have that. Right. Or when is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, she got that job or, you know, she she moved to that city. It should be my turn to do that. And mm-hmm. maybe the Lord has spoken to you like, OK, you know, I'm going to lead you here. You're mm-hmm. going to do this. And you, but you see someone else do it first. Just like, okay, wait, God. <laughs> Hold you, when you say it was for me, I thought I was the only one who's gonna have this. So um, right. you start really comparing yourself, and then I feel like that's kind of what starts people on that path of wanting to just mm-hmm. make it happen, right. like so instantly. When right. God is like, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I never said at what time you're gonna have right. it. The right. whole, the whole goal was, was for you to just trust me. Right. Right. And he never makes us wait without purpose. Right. You know, he's never just delaying. Yeah. Or what we call delaying. Mm-hmm. Like, because he's just being callous and wants to see us suffering. Right. He's not like dangling something right. in front of our face. Like, ha ha ha, I gotta wait for it. I gotta right. work for it. You know, no. Right. <laughs> it's always for our benefit and for his glory. Yeah. Because kind of like what we talked about in the contentment episode, um, you know, if my timeline to be married was 24, but the Lord was like, hey, but if you get married at 30, you're going to stay married. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm never making you wait because I just want... You. And by me, I mean the Lord. <laughs> He's never <laughs> making us wait because he just wants to mess up our lives. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's... He's like, oh, seriously, I have bigger things to think about. <laughs> he loves it. Like. Right, right. Like, I'm not trying to just mess with your life. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Right. And we actually um, heard about the story of, like, Mary and Martha and Lazarus this past Sunday at church. And I think hearing how Jesus heard about Lazarus, Mm -hmm. spoke something specific, Mm -hmm. you know, said, this sickness is not going to end in death. Yeah. And then waited. (laughs) I never never saw that before. And I think Mm -hmm. I've read it before and just kind of brushed over it, I guess. But it says, the Lord loved Mary and Martha. So he waited two more days. Mm-hmm. And I think when I read it this past time, I read it because the Lord loved Mary and Martha. He waited two more days. Yeah. You know? And then I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, he spoke. He's like, I already know what's going to happen. But I love them. So I'm going to wait. I'm not going to immediately, like, fix this situation for them and turn it around. Like, I know I'm going to do it. But... I'm waiting for a purpose. And then we see at the end of the story, like, how many people got saved. Right. You like, know? it was all for a reason. Right. Yeah. Right. But I... I even think, like, in that situation, like, how hard though it must have been for mm-hmm. um, Mary and Martha. Yeah. Because to, like, he... To, to ask the Lord to do something, knowing that he can, mm-hmm. and then him saying it, and, okay, so this won't end in death, and then he does die, mm-hmm. it's like what (laughs) but you said this was going to end in death right so i'm just thinking about like he's pretty dead he's pretty he's wrapped up right now in a tomb four days into death like he's gone i'm just thinking like what that would feel like yeah like to just really be in that moment of like god didn't come through but that just I mean, to to see that the lord said something and he actually followed through with it and he made what seemed impossible yeah like possible yeah like he turned it into a reality his words right. and it's just it's mind-blowing like when you see that situation it's like n- no one but god could have done that right and that's the same thing with like us like no one but god can right. 
make what God said come true right. with him, you know? And that's always his point. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, they, and Martha believed that he could do it. Because even when he did get there, mm-hmm. it was like, why did you wait? But I know you can still do it. Yeah. But why did you wait? So I don't think they ever questioned his ability. Mm-hmm. But it was hard for them because they questioned his character. They're yeah. like, did you not care? And I think right. that's what it is for us, too. Like, yeah. I don't, I've come to realize that I don't question the Lord's ability as yeah. much as I question his reasoning. Or mm-hmm. his, honestly, his character. And it sounds mm-hmm. bad to say that. But when we're we're waiting for something, I feel like the Lord has promised and we're still waiting and I'm 29 and I'm still not married. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, but do you care? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I know you can do it, but you're choosing to wait for what? Yeah. You know? Because I think because it feels so difficult mm-hmm. and it's like hard and you think about someone who you care about, mm-hmm. like you're not going to do something to make them suffer. Right. So when the Lord makes you quote unquote suffer, right. it's like, God, but you can fix it. Right. Like, what do you? You want to fix it? Right. It's like, what are you? What are you doing? Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, and I also, what's beautiful about that story and reading it and it being fresh, it's like, I always felt that Jesus cried. You know, the shortest verse in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Jesus wept, um, because Lazarus died, mm-hmm. and maybe he did. But at the same time, he said at the beginning of the story that he wasn't going to die. He got there. He knew what he was about to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't a shock to him that Lazarus was dead. And he, mm-hmm. you know. But I think seeing Mary, like, hurting mm-hmm. and knowing that it's not supposed to be this way, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. think was really powerful for me. So he does care. Like yeah. I said, like, he's not just, like we were saying, just callously making us wait so he can be like, <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah. breaking him to see us, like, suffer. And he wants ultimately for us to be saved and to be with him for mm-hmm. eternity and that's his point so he will even he will even watch us suffer right to because see he, that in right all. yeah he knows what's best yeah mm-hmm. yeah like he's he's not going to give us everything that we want just because we think we want to make it. us happy yeah. yeah like he's protecting us from something or he's allowing something to happen or to right. to to come into to being if you will right Right. It's kind of a silly example, but it reminds me of a time when, this was a few years ago, I have a dog um, when mm-hmm. I was living in Georgia. We had two dogs, and one of them, Harlem, he broke his leg. <laughs> he was running outside, long story short, yeah, he, <laughs> he broke his leg. And he used to always jump up on my bed because he wanted to like sit on my bed and like you know hang out with me. So he was trying to jump up on my bed one day, but his leg was broken. And yeah. I know he couldn't because he would have hurt himself because Worse, he would have right. tried and he would have fallen. And it would have been like a, another vet bill. <laughs> um, so I was, he was like whimpering and crying. I was like, no, you can't come up. Like, no, 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 no. And he just eventually stopped. Um, but I, that situation always reminded me of the Lord mm. and the relationship with, with myself. I didn't realize this until like years later. But I was like, the Lord isn't keeping me from jumping on the bed because he doesn't want me to just to be, ha- yeah, yeah. To be comfortable and have yeah. fun. He's keeping me because my leg is broken and then right now I can't handle jumping on the bed. <laughs> but in due time, if I just wait a little bit, my leg will heal and then right. I can jump up on here and it'll be fine. But he isn't just holding it from me because he's cruel. Right. He's compassionate. Right. I'm a compassionate dog owner. Right. So... 
Right. I want to look out for the best interest of my dog. <laughs> right, right. And we don't. We don't understand his timing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think sometimes that mindset um, of, like, well, the Lord is waiting for us to reach some type of spiritual maturity or, mm-hmm. like, maturity in general to be able to handle whatever, mm-hmm. I think causes a lot of, like, stress for people. Because it's like, okay, well, how much more, you know, mm-hmm. like, or, so I'm supposed to be perfect before I can get married, you know, I mm-hmm. think. But at the same time, waiting, like we were saying, is never... Is always with intentions. Right. But also, he knows the timing that is perfect. And it might not have anything to do with you reaching some third heaven level of spiritual Mm -hmm. maturity before you can handle something, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want... I I don't want people to walk away with with that either. Like, well, now I just have to, like, prepare for something. Yeah. Um, But the point is always to just rest in... I think just, like, with contentment... um, our perspective is everything. Like mm-hmm. The Bible says that our ways are not his ways and our thoughts are not his thoughts. There are just some mm-hmm. things that we are not going to understand. Yeah. Um, but just shifting the perspective, like, that God's goal is to bring glory to his name and so that yeah. people will know who he is, I think, is what I hold on to in yeah. these, like, waiting seasons. And it is cool to think about that, like, you know, the story's already written. Mm-hmm. I'm just living it out. And whatever happens in between is just, like, stacking the odds to make God look better. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I think about this story in the Old Testament of, like, Elijah pouring all the water on the on the altar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, calling fire down from heaven and it, like, yeah. burning up. Like, <laughs> there, he was like, bring some more water. And they were in a drought. Yeah. Like, <laughs> A, where is he getting this water from? And B, he wasn't supposed to be using all that water. <laughs> so he was like, no, bring it all. Like, they kept bringing more and more water just so that it would look, be even more of an impossible situation mm-hmm. for fire to burn that wood. Yeah. And when it was just the right time or just enough amount of water, like, the Lord showed out, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and showed the people who he was. Yeah. Um, and then I think like 400 people died, but, you know, is that the point <laughs> 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 that the Lord won yeah. and he's always looking to win in our lives too. Yeah. So like, there's always a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Like when you're, when you're in line with the Lord, it's always a win-win. Yeah. I want to read something from Isaiah that I read this morning that just blessed my soul. Read it! <laughs> my whole soul! <laughs> um, I actually had a friend who encouraged me to read Isaiah 55. It was actually a few weeks after I felt the Lord pressing on my heart to read Isaiah 55. So it was just like, alright mm-hmm. Jesus, I will read Isaiah 55. <laughs> it's like confirmation. Right. Um, but... Uh, It says, as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And then it goes on to say, like, you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst in a song before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper, and instead of the briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. 
So, for me, mm. like, that's, this is like our lifeline. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, the Lord speaks something, and it's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. guaranteed. Yeah. And not only is it going to happen, but we are going to be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst in a song before you. I mean, <laughs> that might not literally happen, but I'm just thinking about, like, like when we wait, and when we wait well mm-hmm. for what the Lord has spoken into our lives, like, we will see the blessing. Yeah. And it will be as if, you know, ma- metaphorically, we're walking out and the mountains are singing. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And then at the end, it's like, this will be for the Lord to announce. Like, there's a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever the Lord has promised to you that he's going to see through, mm-hmm. ultimately, it's going to be so that he will be made known like to others. Yeah. That we can, our lives will be yeah. an example that the Lord is still speaking and moving. Right. So, like, I think when, like, because when we have the perspective or the mindset that our lives are not our own mm-hmm. and that the Lord created us, yeah, and that this isn't the end, like, yeah, earth isn't the end, right? I, when, when you have that perspective, when you're waiting for things, it isn't mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, like, oh, this is so annoying, my life will be over, yeah, but it's like, it's like, but that you're that isn't. That's not why you're here. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's good. it's just it's just not why you're here. So mm-hmm. our eyes have to be shifted elsewhere. It like, has to. <laughs> our perspective is just off. Mm-hmm. I think in a lot of ways, just like not even just with waiting, but just other things in general. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just not we're not focused. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. If we don't get the job, if we don't get the husband, mm-hmm. like if I never see a stage again. Mm-hmm. The Lord's not going to meet me after I die and be like, but you didn't finish. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, your life yeah. was wasted, you know, because yeah. like, that's that's not the point. Like, I, I win in the end. If I don't yeah. get anything else, right. like, he's done enough because I have Jesus. Yeah. So, waiting for anything else should be easier. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Know? Like, there's more to come. Yeah. Like, there's simply more to come. Yeah. I had, I shared this example, um with you or just with a lot of people yeah maybe a few months ago but just the idea of like just the whole the idea of like this isn't our our home Mm -hmm. and our our home is supposed to be heaven like it'll be like going to a grocery store Mm -hmm. and you see someone just like chilling yeah like chair (laughs) blanket tv set up it's like what are you doing (laughs) it's like oh i just want to just hang out here for a bit it's like you had a purpose coming here (laughs) to get the groceries and then go not to hang out or seeing someone just like camp out in a waiting room yeah what are you doing like it like that visual to me just looks ridiculous yeah you know or or you see someone like deconstructing like their actual bed Mm -hmm. and taking it with them camping Mm -hmm. it's like you're not camping outside for the rest of your life you don't need your full bed right but if your mindset is just like okay this is just temporary Mm -hmm. (laughs) i won't be here forever Mm -hmm. i think that you will act accordingly yeah so you just take a tent with you to camp Mm -hmm. you know or you won't take your lawn chair and blanket with you to the grocery store because Mm -hmm. you're not meant to be there forever (laughs) right you have somewhere else to go right I like that. <laughs> I think of like little kids in doctors' waiting rooms who, and some doctors' waiting rooms have really legit toys, but most of the time it's just like, 
you probably have better toys at home, you know, right? <laughs> but they get so caught up, like, when, when they get called back and it's like, but I wasn't done. It's like, you really, we, we were never <laughs> supposed to <laughs> stay here. We're not here for the games. <laughs> Your expectations <laughs> were off. Right. <laughs> you thought that this was the reason why we came, you know. So, and it, it's crazy because I remember I'm thinking also about a conversation that I had in college where somebody was like, well, the Lord can't come until I get married. Like, you want him to hold up the whole rapture (laughs) for your wedding? You can get (laughs) for what? You know, you know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense when you think about it. It's like Jesus, like, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) My bad. bad. I'll hold out. You know, like, why? So you can have this earthly experience that's not going to compare to anything that we're going to see in heaven anyway. I'm really just preaching to myself. But every episode that's always right. like <laughs> speak <to> yourself. <laughs> it's like if only I could like live this out <laughs> no but I mean it is it's true I don't yeah. think we want to brush over the fact that it's hard yeah because hard. we are humans and we want to get married and we want yeah. things and so mm-hmm. it's hard to to feel like well there are certain things that we're not going to get and we might be disappointed like those are real feelings yeah like um, not negating that at all yeah but point being is like there are there are better things that we don't we don't have a concept for mm-hmm. you know we don't have we don't have context for a frame of reference so mm-hmm. it's hard for us to imagine but mm-hmm. we just have to trust that there's better things so basically what we want you all to just leave with from this episode is just understanding that waiting for god's best is always the best plan mm-hmm. like we don't we don't have to we don't have time for Ishmael's. <laughs> right, we don't. Have time for that. <laughs> and and also just the idea that, you know, waiting doesn't mean you're just like sitting and like twiddling your thumbs. Get to work. Like yeah. pray. Mm-hmm. Um, seek additional counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're, there's still things for you to do. Like maybe more skills for you to learn. Like it isn't just sitting around and waiting. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, like look for the look for the lesson. Like mm-hmm. Joseph learned how to work. You know, like he everything that he needed to be second in command of Egypt, he learned while being a slave. You know, so whatever it is that the wherever the Lord is taking you, He's building you up for where you are right now. Yeah. So like keep your eyes open and look for that. Yeah. And let your faith be built up, knowing mm-hmm. that there is purpose in everything that you're doing, and we don't serve a God who's just callously keeping things from us right like everything's for a reason yeah bloom where you're planted bloom <laughs> where you're planted <laughs> yeah and then where's your focus like are you focused on the thing mm-hmm. that he's promised you rather than him yeah um, because ultimately the only thing that he's promised us that's worth <laughs> that's worth anything <laughs> that sounds really dramatic your marriage is worth something but the only, the only thing the the ultimate thing that he's promised yeah. us is himself yeah like his presence is what's most important yeah well thank you guys so much for listening to this episode um sincerely we, we really do appreciate it and follow us on our instagram at sunday afternoon podcast <laughs> And also follow us on Facebook if you have Facebook. You can just search um, the Sunday Afternoon Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, feel free to follow us on our personal Instagram accounts. Mine is Get Fit with Jen, G E T F I T W J E N. And mine is Jelana Jones, J I L L A N A J O N E S. 
Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again so much for listening, and we, we will see, see you next Sunday. Sunday. Bye, Bye, guys. <laughs>